0: On our newsline, former Long Island Republican Congressman Peter King, who retired just a couple of years ago, Congressman, good to talk with you again. You've been watching all this play out. How would you describe what we're seeing on the House floor? It's chaotic and it's really disgraceful. I
2: mean, ninety percent of the elected Republicans are supporting Kevin McCarthy, and you have the small group of uh, again less than ten percent who are opposing him. And uh, this is, has not happened. It's happened once in the last. 150 years, once before, it happened in 1923. It's always the tradition that a party the party in power, the majority party selects a speaker at a party conference. Kevin McCarthy was overwhelmingly elected at that, and then everyone joins together on the House floor. These 20 people, I don't know what they're looking for. I don't even think it's aimed at Kevin McCarthy. I think it's a power play by them. If it wasn't Kevin McCarthy, it would be somebody else they'd be coming after. And uh, these, for the most part, of the 19 or 20 involved, there's really only about two or three that would have any kind of a following in the Congress. The others are uh, either new people in the Congress or the people with checkered records, people who uh, are not taken seriously. But they're getting their 15 minutes of fame. And it's really unfortunate that such a small number can hijack or blackmail an entire uh, political party at a key time. And Congress, right now, almost does not exist. There is no—there's not one elected member of Congress in, in the Congress today. Then no one's sworn in. I don't know what would happen. God forbid there was ever— any uh, emergency and the speaker is the second in line to become president of the United States after the vice
1: president. Yeah, it's all pretty nuts. Uh, how do you think this is going to end? Does McCarthy have to step aside? Although you said it's really not about him in the end. Yeah,
2: Kevin may step aside. And uh, again, it may be someone like Steve Scalise who is basically the same as McCarthy, the same as Kevin. Uh, again, I, I think what they may want this group, they can claim a victory. They can claim that they, stop Kevin McCarthy, and they would hold this power over the next speaker, no matter who it is, if it's Steve Scalise or anyone else, and they can say, we can take you out whenever we want. We can just hold back our vote. We can make a motion to have you removed from office, and it'll be uh, really prevent the speaker from being able to negotiate on behalf of the party, to sit down with the president, to sit down with the Senate, and uh, you know, try to arrive at uh, agreements and deals which have to be bipartisan in a divided government But these people don't want any type of concession. So to me, this is a bad sign, makes the United States look bad, and makes me very pessimistic about the next two years as an American and also as a Republican.
0: You know, you mentioned Steve Scalise. Who is going to blink here? What will it take to get this stalemate settled? Will Kevin McCarthy have to step aside and and a a new person come in?
2: Kevin may have to. And again, that would only be like the the band-aid, though, because... The goal was not so much to stop Kevin uh, Kevin McCarthy as it, much, uh, as it was for this group to show the power they have. So if they can get Kevin to step aside, no matter who comes in next, what they're saying is we have the power to, remo- uh, to remove you also, um, unless you give us what you want. Now, the story, everyone is saying, what does Kevin McCarthy have to do uh, to get the support of these 20 people? I can tell you the other 200 despise what's happening by these 20. So Kevin McCarthy is almost like the man caught in the middle here, because any more concessions he makes to this crowd is going to alienate another 190 or 200 Republicans who are against making any concessions to these people. They are like a malcontent uh, group off to the side that nobody paid attention to until now, and they're getting their 15 minutes of fame.
1: The Democrats uh, keep nominating Hakeem Jeffries, and he keeps winning these vote totals, but it's not enough, it's not a majority to actually become speaker. Do you see any no, scenario where— I know
2: Hakeem and I've been in Congress. He's right now the happiest guy in the world. He's able to sit back and just laugh at the Republicans. But in the end, it's in everyone's interest, including Hakeem, to have a House brought to order. So we can actually have, have a have a Congress doing its job. You know, the Democrats are enjoying this, but even down deep they know
0: this is bad for the country. Hey, you know, you don't have to be a sitting member of Congress to be speaker. Would Pete King be interested in maybe being a caretaker speaker? Is your hat in the ring? <laughs>
2: No, I would, I, I would say no. First of all, it's not going to happen. Secondly, uh, I, I enjoy just being able to sit back and talk to uh, you know, different radio and television stations and uh, give my views that way. No, but seriously, no, to me, you need someone who is really willing to just put up every day with trying to negotiate where you're going. It used to be in the past, the speaker with the majority party had to negotiate with the minority party, and they would try to work out an agreement and, work and, and negotiate with the Senate, negotiate with the president. now. The next speaker, whoever it is, is going to spend more time negotiating with his own party, trying to keep uh, this small group happy, because with a small minority or a small majority vote, they can bring everyone down.
1: And, that, that, and that's the danger here. Former Long Island Congressman Pete King, always good to hear from you. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, guys. Thank you.